Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of STR Conversations, hosted by myself, Jasper Rivers, and Eric Muller. Every Friday, we release a new episode where Eric and I have an organic conversation and discuss what's happening in the short-term rental industry and share what we're learning in our hosting businesses and through working with the thousands of students that go through our coaching programs. So this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you skill your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations so you can free up your time and become the CEO of your business instead of the manager. And that allows you to focus on high-level tasks that really move the needle in your business and allow you to grow. And we do that by giving you the systems and teaching you how to build a team so you can actually delegate all those lower-level tasks. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com x. That is strlegends.com slash x. You're listening to an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast hosted by Jasper Rivers and Eric Miller. So let's dive in. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome back to a brand new episode of get paid for your pad today we're doing str conversations we are your hosts jesper rivers and eric muller and uh, today we're going to talk about the event that we put on last week more listings higher profits we're going to give you guys a recap and we're going to answer some questions that people have asked on the training so hey what's up eric what is up jasper how's it going in uh encinitas it's a little chilly out here but i uh, love it man freaking paradise Spent my morning, so we kicked off a breathwork challenge in our our team, overnight success team today. So, did my uh, breathwork on the beach um, this morning, which was freaking amazing. So, yeah, good to go, man. I'm excited. Awesome, sweet. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited about the the breathwork uh, challenge. I used to do uh, I used to do some breathwork uh, after learning about it at Tony Robbins, but uh, yeah. I haven't Prime done it in a while. So, I'm excited. To, uh, you're by the way that app that your girlfriend has like it's pretty cool yeah it's awesome right yeah it's called uh pause breath work yeah it's cool so i'm excited to dive into it uh essentially what we're doing for the team for everyone's listening so i was trying to figure out like how do we how do we develop something in our team that um that you know health is a big priority of all of ours but everyone has different goals so i'm like how can we create something that helps us and our team manage all the stuff that we're managing you know, it's like, yeah, we, we want to do the best work possible, but just by grinding all the time is not the, the healthiest thing. So I figure what's one thing that we could all do, regardless of where we're, where we are in the world, what our health goals are, what all that stuff. And I recognize breath work. I do it every single day. Uh, breath work is something that uh, has completely changed my life. Uh, so I wanted to bring that into the team. So yeah, essentially, it's like we're just doing 10 minutes of breath work a day. Uh, we're sharing it in our group and then at the end of the month in, in our team Slack. And then at the end of the month, we're going to go through and talk about our lessons from it. So super simple. But uh, yeah, the breath work app, pause breath work. I'm excited about that. I used it today for the first time uh, since she launched it about a year ago. So it's pretty powerful. Yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. I just checked it out. And I love the lungs emoticon that we use in Slack to keep <laughs> each other accountable. I didn't know that emoticon even existed. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I just typed that in this morning. I was like, oh, okay, that works. So <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see what, um, you know, it's a, it's pretty active, right? Like doing, you know, I try to do meditation and meditation is beautiful. It's great. But I like the active part of breath work, right? Uh, so I get meditate, you know, it's, I, it's meditative and it's also active for me and my body to sit there and do breath work. So doing it on the beach this morning, hearing the waves crash, it was, it was unbelievable, man. So I'm excited for the team to dive into it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk about our training from last week. So just to, if you're listening to this, just to give you some background, last week on Thursday, we did a big event. Uh, Eric did a training called More Listings, Higher Profits. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna give you guys a, a quick recap uh, and tell you where you can watch the replay. But yeah, Eric, why don't you dive in a little bit um, on the the main takeaways from from the training? Yeah, and then also we had, I mean, we had nearly a thousand people register for that event, so we got a ton of questions that were coming in that we just cannot get to. So we thought it'd be a good idea to jump on this podcast and go through some of the most common questions that we were getting. Obviously, we can't go through everything. We're trying to cover the basis between this podcast and our emails. But yeah, so that's the whole idea for today. The event went extremely well. This is something that you know we've been working on for quite some time. That we learn, you know, we learn these techniques through building our own business, free while, but then also helping so many companies through the Legends X program. And the whole idea that the title of the webinar is um, more listings, higher profits, because after talking to all the students and everybody that we work with, that's like always the number one thing that they want. How do I get more listings? How do I make more money? Right. But what we recognize is like, okay, if that's what we want to achieve, what are the questions that we have to ask ourselves and what do we need in place to actually achieve that and then maintain that? So that's what the, what, that's what the whole webinar was about of what are the three mi- most common challenges in a growing short-term rental business? And then what do we have to have in place to solve those three challenges? And for everyone who... We won't go into too much detail on this now, for uh, everybody who who missed it, we'll, we'll give you a link here shortly that you can go and watch the replay. But essentially, the three main problems that come up in every short-term rental company trying to scale to get more listings, higher profits. One is that most companies don't have clarity in their business, right? They don't have a clear vision. They don't have real clear goals. They just want to grow. They just want to rent more short-term rental properties. But no one's really clear. I talked to somebody today who just enrolled for the program. They have a bunch of stuff. They have a short-term rental business. They have another business, uh, a long-term rental business. They have another business in a different industry. They're trying to build technology and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, man. Like we gotta we gotta narrow down and get super clear on our vision so we understand where we're going, and what we're building, right? So that's always the number one thing. It's like. Let's get clear on our business. Who are we serving? Why are we serving them? All of that. And that's a big pillar. That's the first pillar that we bring everybody through in Legends X, right? Because from there, what we recognize is without clarity in your business, there's no real systems or a way of like scaling and running our business. So we tend to, that's where that hectic host comes into play. We tend to run our business based on memory and responses. You and I were dealing with that this weekend right? In our own business of, 
recognizing like, oh crap, we need a system here that we found a hole in our system. What happened? The the heater went out. And that's the first time we've ever, ever experienced yes. that. Right. Yeah. First yeah, time we exactly. ever experienced it. Yep. The pilot flame. I learned, I didn't even know what a pilot flame was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have these old cabins and they have these really cool standalone heaters that are like fireplaces. And uh, apparently I didn't know this was a thing either, but we had tremendous um, wind up in the Idlewild area. And even though these pro the, these heaters are obviously inside the unit, because of the wind, somehow it blew out all of our pilots in these heaters. We never knew that was a thing. This is our first time we we're experiencing this. Uh, we get a call from a guest at you know midnight or whatever it was. I'm out for dinner with a whole bunch of friends celebrating my birthday. I had a couple of drinks in me. I'm not even thinking about the business, nothing like that. And I had to step outside of my birthday dinner here to solve a problem real quick. And uh, I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, this is funny, man. We're living the hectic house situation right now. But what's amazing is we rely on systems so much that, you know, I get get excited about those problems because I see the opportunity to, to fix that problem with the system. So then I don't have to do that ever again. Of course, we're in very, very early stages of free wild. And I want to make that want everybody to understand, like we're intentionally approaching the business this way because we're trying to understand what we're built this part of the clarity side as well of like understanding who we're serving what they want and the problems that come along with this type of business model right so we're going to solve these very quickly once we start building our team but i thought that was funny because it's like that's what most hectic hosts experience in their business all the time all the time that was like the first time we dealt with a problem like that yeah. since we bought this property right because we pretty much rely on the systems that we have and that's that's n the number two problem that we see is that most hosts are just in that hectic spot where they're just constantly responding to these fires and being reactive, and there's no real system. So what we talk about in this training, uh, the problem number two is like why systems matter in your business uh, and how to start implementing this. In, and I'm not talking about property management software or pricing tools. I'm talking about SOPs. If this, then that. Like This is exactly how we run the day-to-day. And then number three is uh, no growth plan, right? So every single person I'm talking to about Legends X, they all want to grow, but they have zero plan in place on how they're actually going to do it, right? So part of what we do in Legends X is we teach the property abundance plan, right? And this is how we got Strawberry Creek Village uh, in such a short period is like developing rhythms and habits in your marketplace to communicate your vision to the people in your marketplace. So when they think air quote, Airbnb, they think of you, right? And that's how we start developing. But it's a whole plan that goes into it. And this is, you know, that's, that's the whole thing that we go into on the, in the training. And I was just blown away with the response that we got, right? I yeah. think that was one of the best trainings we've ever done. We've done hundreds of these things. Yeah, no, hundred percent. This is, this is the absolutely the best one. And there was so much engagement. People were loving it. People were really, really active in the chat. That's why we have so many questions. What was really awesome too, at the end of the training, we did a, a panel discussion so people could send us questions. We had a, a few of our mastermind uh, members on the panel as well, as well as uh, Julie, our, our head mm -hmm. host, Julie George. That was really fun. You know, just uh, it was almost like, uh, almost like a podcast where we had like five people 
and people could ask live questions. Uh, we should do a live podcast sometime. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we should do those panels more often and kind of make that a standard to our trainings because uh, what was cool is we were able to bring in different perspectives. We had, you know, uh, Julie George on there. We had Rebecca on there, who's the co-founder of uh, Hicksville Trailer Palace. We had Matt on there, our growth specialist who actually went through Legends X, you, me. It was awesome, man. It, it was such a great experience to go through that. And then these were my main takeaways from like building this and where I was trying to go with this whole this whole training is one is like our industry is growing and it's growing super fast. Brian Chesky said at the end of last year that they need millions of more hosts on the platform to keep up with the new travel demand, right? Which blows my mind. Uh, so our industry is growing, but two is it's causing a major shift in our industry. And my my belief behind this is that short-term rental brands, hospitality brands are the future of short-term rentals. The whole list it and forget it host model is going to disappear very quickly and is going to be relying upon traditional hosts and traditional hosts and real hospitality brands, in my opinion. Uh, so we go into that a little bit into the, the training. And then number three is what we call the VOS for anyone who's following regarding Legends X, it's like the vision operation scale system equals success in building those brands, right? Dialing in your vision, developing your operations, and truly developing a scale portion of your business. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're if you're listening to this and uh, you want to watch the training, you can go. So we have it, uh, we have it online for now. We're gonna we're gonna take it down next week. So don't wait too long. Go ahead and check it out. But the link is uh strlegends.com slash replay. So you'll be able to watch the entire training as well as the panel QA that we were doing afterwards. That's right. That's right. And if you're ready to apply for Legends X, then uh, the application window is open. Uh, we opened it up uh, right after the training. And we've had, uh, man, we, had, we have more applications already than for the second class in total. So, like, it's, it's going very, very fast. Uh, there, are you guys being able to handle so many, oh, so yeah, many dude. Uh, calls? <laughs> I, I'm blown away with the amount of uh, applications we've gotten already. But yeah, myself, I, I'm doing a lot of calls uh, over the next couple of weeks, uh, which there's so much fun, you know, like being able to dive into people's businesses from around the world, talk about business. Like, you know, I spend about 30 to 45 minutes with each person uh, that I'm on the phone with, and we're talking about one, their current business, trying to get to understand where they're at. Two is understanding their goals and where they want to go. And like we, we dive into that. And then three, the most important side is like, what are those bottlenecks that are preventing us from hitting those goals? And then on that call, we're making decisions like, hey, you're a great fit for Legends X. Legends X is a great fit for you. Let's just get this rocking and get you all set up. And what's, uh, what's pretty damn incredible, as of now, we have uh, 24... So we we wanted 30 students in this class, right? We have 24 fully committed to this program as of now, which blows my mind. We launched, like we opened up the the class four days ago. Yeah. That's crazy to me in a good way. I love it. So we're going to probably extend that like an additional five seats or so. We're kind of limited on how much we can manage within that class, just because the amount of effort that we put into people's businesses. But yeah, guys, like if if you're just like, hey, I gotta I gotta really scale this year. I want to grow a real hospitality brand. You want a real community too. I think that's the biggest thing. Most of the people that have joined are just super excited about the pod structure, the mm-hmm. pod structure and the coach structure. I think like yeah. 
I think we knocked it out of the park with that, man. Yeah, so if you guys absolutely. are excited about that, you want to throw an application in, it takes seven minutes to go through, probably even less. We'll jump on a call. Yeah, you can find more information at strlegends.com slash X. If you want to apply, you can also go straight to strlegends.com slash X apply. Sure. So those sure. are the two places that people can go. But um, one thing that, uh, you know, we get a lot of emails from people because a lot of people are interested in this program and they're wondering like, hey, is this the right fit for me? Honestly, like the way that we set up the application process, it's designed to find out if the program is good for you. Exactly. Right. So if you're wondering, if you're interested, I highly recommend just apply because we're going to give you our honest opinion, you know, where we don't yeah. want to onboard people if we don't think it's the right time for them or if it's, if it's the right program for them. So if you have any questions of like, hey, you know, is, is this is this something that I should jump into now or, or not? Just fill out your application. It takes a few minutes and then uh, you'll be in our system. We'll reach out to you. We'll set up a call. We'll dive in. And then uh, that's that's really the best way to find out if it's if it's a good fit for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll have fun, man. We'll jump on a call. We'll get to know your business and, uh, you know, walk away with some value there. So, dude, yeah. let's get into uh, some of the questions from the event. I thought, uh, you know, we did our best to try to cover as many of those questions. But again, we had nearly a thousand people register for that event. So the amount of questions that were coming in was pretty insane. Uh, so thank you for everyone who who did register. Thank you for everyone who did apply. So we want to not apply, but showed up live. We wanted to give you guys some um, some love here and go through some of the most common questions. We'll see how many we can get through on here and we'll go from there. So yeah, yeah man, let's uh, let's dive into it. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let me kick it off. Daniel is asking, is it too late to start this now from zero properties? Right. So Daniel does not have any properties yet. And he's thinking like, hey, is it is the opportunity still there uh, or am I too late? My opinion, I, I think we're still in the early stages of the of the short term rental boom. If you look at, uh, I mean, you, you mentioned it, right? Uh, Chesky, the, the CEO of Airbnb, said we need a million extra hosts uh, in the next few years to deal with the extra demand. I think there's a couple of reasons why why the short-term rentals industry is is going to grow. Number one is people have rediscovered local travel, right? And people have the flexibility to work remotely. That's a trend that's been going on for a while, but COVID has uh, has accelerated that trend because it's taught people how to work remotely and companies now feel comfortable having their employees work remotely because they've learned that you can use tools like Slack to communicate and Zoom to jump on a, on a video call and that you can actually run a company fairly efficiently without having to be in the office. And right. we know this because we have 10 team members across six different countries and three different continents. Yeah. And we're able to grow like uh, our company like pretty fast through that, right? So, so yeah, I definitely think it's not too late at all. I think even if you're starting out now, I think uh, I think you're still early in the game, honestly. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's our industry is still at a, a very early stage. Yeah, we've had a lot of growth, but man, there's areas that are still trying to figure out how to manage short-term rentals. There's a lot of people coming and going out of this industry, so I don't think it's too late to get it started. You know, so for Daniel S, Daniel S, if if you're trying to get into it, what I would recommend from obviously the Legends X is designed for people that are uh, already hosting. 
right? So if you're trying to get started in the space, what I recommend is just like being a full-on student and listening to these podcasts. Obviously, YouTube is a great place for education as well. Our email list is a great place. I mean, you know, you do a great job at writing emails every single day and sending it out to our list on our industry. So that's a really good place. And then at the end of the day, it's really deciding what kind of business model you want to get into. Management, rental arbitrage, or ownership. I think uh, everyone who follows us knows that we're a big fan of management and ownership. So yeah, man, I think uh, I think it's a great time to get started in the yeah. industry. Uh, this is going to be a powerful, powerful year. I would love to ask you this question, man. I saw this come in and I figure you'd be a great person to to throw this towards. So Lisa on the on the event said, connection with guests is important. Uh, just curious how to keep the guest connection personal while developing a system. So yeah. essentially, just kind of give people some clarity here. We were saying like, hey, we want to develop systems around everything we do, including our uh, guest communication system. And like, that's a big system, big SOP that we bring our students through in the operational pillar of Legends X, right? But great question, Lisa, because that's what you and I are really focused on is how do we scale our business without giving up the personal aspect of customer service. So touch on that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot to go into that, but that's a, that's a very common question because you're starting out with one property, you're you're doing all the messaging yourself, you're getting to know the guests and, and and Lisa is right. The connection with the guests is super, super important, right? Because if you build a connection with the guest, then the guest is going to have a better experience because they're going to feel like they're staying with, with a friend. Right. And that means that they have a better experience. They feel more comfortable because they feel like they know you a little bit. And then also they are more way more forgiving if something does happen. Yeah. Because guests know that like we just had those those heaters go out, right? Like none of our guests were like complaining about it to us. They know we're 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 doing what we can to, you know, to fix it and we fix it pretty quickly because we're communicating with them. I don't think they're even gonna mention it in the review, probably. Right. Right. So, yeah. So it, it's really important. Right. But obviously, if you have 100 units, like you can't as the owner of the company, you can't be constantly like sending out these messages. Right. So there's a couple of things. I think number one is um, there's different types of messages that you get from guests. There's the stay specific messages. Right. There's questions that are specific to their stay or there's the questions that come up because you haven't provided enough information. Those questions, you want to minimize those questions, right? So anytime you get a question from a guest, it's like, hey, is this something that more people would ask? Is this is this relevant for other guests as well? Then go back to your system and see like, where can you in- add that information? Is that information in your guidebook or is that information on your listing or how how are you providing those your guests with that information, right? So I think that's the first part is just answering the question before it gets asked. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So once you once you're at the at a level where, and and we noticed this too. Like in the beginning, we were getting a lot of questions, but now we have our hostfully guidebook set up in our welcome message. As soon as somebody books, an automated message goes out with a link to the guidebook. That guidebook has all the information. We update it anytime we get a question. We update that guidebook so that that question is not going to be asked uh, later. So then the question that you get. It's it's more about like connecting with the guest, and there's more about like just a spe- something specific to their stay, and that part, in my opinion, like you you're never going to automate 
100% of the communication, right? So you always want to have, you want, always want to have that, you know, that communication, that connection with the guest. But as you're scaling, you're, you're, you can be the one that's, that's going to cover that, right? So you, uh, you hire team members to do that. But basically the point is like, you're not going to completely 100% automate your communication. You're always going to have a customer support team that's going to connect with the, with the guests. I think it's important too, because there's a lot of people out there that have taught the model of completely outsourcing guest communication through tools like Smart B&B or whatever it is, just automation tools and hiring the cheapest virtual assistant you can find to manage those, those messages. As you get to a certain point in your business where you have to start thinking about economy of scales and systems and technology and VAs, all of that which is great. But I also think the reason why our guests are okay with dealing with these problems that, that came up over the weekend was because I was available to truly connect and be aware of what they were dealing with right, and solve that problem in the real time. It was that real human connection. So I think at the end of the day, we also have to look at the red flag situations that come up. And then that's when the personal aspect comes in to solve those problems. So I think there's a lot of automation that, that can be done, but you also have to have red flag human interactives there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one question uh, that I would love for you to touch on, uh, Eric, question asked by Steve is what incentives or tricks do you see, uh, do you use to keep cleaners happy and doing a good job? Everyone's always looking for a trick or like a, a magic pill just to solve the problem so they never have to deal with it ever again. Uh, you know, like Steve, I mean, I'm just playing, you know, playing on this. This is something that we get asked all the time. Like, what's that one thing that we got to do to where our cleaners never drop the ball ever again? And listen, guys, like realistically, at the end of the day, it's like if you're going to be in this industry, you have to be excited about solving human problems and leading people right? These are cleaners are blue collar workforce to our properties that provide five-star. They're the ones that provide the five-star experience, right? And it's like, I, I get this question all the time. Someone asked me this, you know, earlier today too. It's like, how do we get cost-effective cleaners in place? And I'm like, why do you want cost-effective cleaners? I don't understand it. Like, why do we want the cheapest staff in place just to save a hundred dollars here and there? It's like we want to pay as much. Obviously, we're not, we don't want to overpay. We want to incentivize, but we also want to make sure that our cleaners are getting they, they they feel excited about our properties. They want to look for all those small little details. They don't want to lose the opportunity of working with us, right? And it's like. We have to build connection with our cleaners. There's no tricks out there behind this. It's like pay them a living wage. If and when you can pay them a living wage, right? We're not looking for the cheapest people out there because it's like we get what we pay for. Number two is it's all about expectations, right? And this is something that it takes time. You and I are dealing with this in our current property. It takes time to build these expectations. It takes time to build these standards. We're, we're getting familiar with understanding how to work with the people that are on our properties. But we have to get super clear on setting expectations with our cleaning. What do we expect every single time this person steps into our property? 
And every single time a guest steps into a property, right? What do those expectations look like? Two is like, what are the expectations on how we communicate and how we work together, right? When there's a problem with our cleaner, how do we communicate this to our cleaner so they can receive it and grow from that position? We're not here to chop them down and say, well, we'll just go hire somebody else, blah, blah, blah. It's like, we're setting the wrong... That's not real leadership. That's not a real way to run to, to run our businesses. So exp- it's all about expectations. Number two, it's about clear communication. I see time and time again, people just having breakdowns in communication and they're just yelling at each other for dropping the ball or whatever it is. We have to have a process to communicate on a regular basis with our cleaners on how we want to support them to grow, how we want them to be with us for the long term, where they can improve, what they're doing well, where where are they actually exceeding in their job, right? And vice versa. It's like, how can we be better leaders to you? Right. We just had our, our cleaners today texting us saying, like, hey, we need new, we need new linens. There's a problem up here. And we were very clear on when we will be able to make that transition for them and when we're going to support them, all of that. Right. So clear communication is everything. Lastly is, and this is a big part of what we have in uh, Legends X is the cleaner job scorecard. Right. So an actual job scorecard on that lists all this out that actually tracks how well they are doing and where they can improve. And we go through this on a monthly basis with our cleaners so we could actually improve their position. But also it tells us, are these the right people for this position or not? Right. And these job scorecards are there to give that incentive, right? So like, for example, the brand that we're building with Legends X, uh, we haven't implemented this yet because we, we, we've our job was to take over the, the property first. And now we're working to implement this, where is they're incentivized on five-star cleanings, right? So every single time we have a five-star cleaning, they're being incentivized for that. And you can customize this per your... Um, you know, your business, your brand and your expectations. But every single time we get a five-star cleaning, uh, a five-star on their cleaning, they're being incentivized. And then that gets paid out to them on a monthly or quarterly basis. Right. So I think, you know, like this whole thing of like, how do we, what are the tricks? What's that happy pill? What's that one thing that we can do? So we'd never have these problems again. It's like, we have to step into leadership. We have to step into the mindset that these are people that are working and doing a really hard job. Like, dude, yeah, I don't know yeah, if you remember yeah. cleaning your short-term rentals, but I don't know if you've ever cleaned a short-term rental. No, <laughs> it's a tough job, man. It is tough. And it's like, we, they have a small window to do a very incredible job. And there's many v- variables that come along with, with that position. Right. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, we have to be great leaders and we have to be excited for these opportunities to grow as leaders, but also grow our staff which is cleaner. So forget about the tricks and focus on the incentives, focus on good expectations, good communications, developing a job scorecard and giving them some ownership, right? And what they're doing. And so, so there's some pride in, in their day-to-day work. Yeah. And I think, and this is something I recognize when I started out in Airbnb in 2012, I right when I hired my first cleaner, I recognized cleaners are not just cleaners who clean the place it's a turnover. It's getting a house ready to receive a specific type of guest, right? It's like, Hey, who are these guests that are coming? And like, you know, is there a child or is there, are they bringing a dog? And 
it's not they're not just there to clean right they're there to prepare the property to to create an amazing experience and i think you i think it's really important to communicate that to them as well it's like hey you're part of you know you're a very important person in our in our team right and you and pay them well uh, like you mentioned, I paid my first cleaner uh, double of what she was making at the hotel where she was working. Yeah. And I'm, I can guarantee you that paid off uh, for me because she, yeah, she she did an incredible job because of it, right? So really making them feel like you're they're important, they're part of your team, and they're not just there to clean the unit. Yeah, I mean, we see that up in Ottawa too, right? Like we're paying a premium on what the average cleaning fee is. So we're not collecting the hundred percent of the cleaning fee from the guest, right? So we're paying above what we're collecting from the guest. And it's because we have high expectations for our team there, right? And they're doing a lot and we're, we're managing this. I mean, you're on the other side of the planet and I'm two hours away from this property, right? <laughs> so we're relying on our team to truly leave an incredible property for our guests. And yeah, they dropped the ball. Like today we had a small, tiny little issue that came up, right? And we have to communicate that to them and set expectations. But we are paying a bit more because we want them to provide an incredible experience for our guests, right? And kind of be our front line to it. So no tricks, no pills. Be a leader. That's right. No, uh, no magic. Magic pill is the word. Yeah, magic yeah. pill. No magic pill. All right, we got a we got a little bit of time left. Uh, let's. Uh, I think the last question that we want to cover is for Margaret. How do you find out what your guest avatar is? And uh, mm-hmm. I have some thoughts on that. But uh, when did you kick it? When did you kick it off here? Yeah. So this question came up because uh, part of the vision pillar. Yeah. So part of the vision pillar inside Legends X is all about building a guest avatar and a partner avatar. But I was talking about on the training that it's one of the biggest problems with List It and Forget It hosts right now is that we were looking at guests as heads and beds. Right. Like we hear this all the time heads and beds, heads and beds, occupancy rate, and returning our guests into KPIs and numbers and like a spreadsheet versus actual human beings, right? Of these are people that are spending money with us, spending time in our properties, right? Like without them, we don't have a business, right? So we got to move away from this whole mindset that guests are just heads and beds. So I was saying that every host, regardless of how big or small, you know, some just because time-wise, um, so Margaret, you know, how to find your your guest avatar. The very first place is understanding who is traveling to your marketplace, right? So you have to first understand who is traveling to my marketplace. Why are they traveling here? Are they traveling here because of a certain industry? Are they traveling here because of vacation? Are they traveling here to surf? Are they traveling here to hike? Uh, are they traveling for families? Like, try to understand that. That's the very first part of that. A second is understanding who do you actually want to serve. Most of the time, a guest avatar is a good reflection of you, right? So like most people that I talk to that have their guest avatar truly dialed in is a reflection of what they actually want to solve. For us, FreeWild, I used myself and Samantha as the main avatar as we were building Free the free wild brand because as we were traveling, we could not find the properties that met our travel needs. Same thing, like, and we use this quite a bit of uh, one of our past students in Legends X who built a brand in the UK for large single family homes 
that fit large families and pets because she has a large family and she has two dogs and she couldn't find anybody to host her. So she yeah. built the business around it. So that's, that's a, that's a really good way to start developing it out. Ask yourself when you travel, what do you want? What are you missing in your travels? What are your expectations and develop your guest avatar around those needs, right? Doesn't mean that it has to be you. Some people want to serve a different avatar where they see an opportunity to fill a gap in the industry. And now we're talking about capitalism of like understanding a need and building a product around solving that need. Uh, which is amazing. You can still do that. But we have to, one, understand who's traveling to your marketplace. Two is find a need that you want to solve. And that's either in yourself or a need within the industry. And then three is developing an identity around that person, right? So we have an avatar for our property and we're building literally our properties are named after them. So we have the hiker hideaway right in Idlewild because we're targeting hikers that are coming to our marketplace. So you want to develop a identity, give the person a name, give them a occupation, give them the reason for why they're traveling. What are they excited? What do they watch? What do they like to do? All of that. And this is like, this is business 101, right? So like for overnight success for Legends X, we have a avatar that, that we focus on. And that person's name is Hectic Host Harry. Hectic Host Harry. <laughs> Right. And it's like, we know exactly what that person is, what they do, where their business is at, the problems they're running into. And we know exactly how to solve those problems. Right. It's the same exact thing in short term rentals. So that's a really good start on how to do that. And then from there, it's like for the ones that do join Legends X, we go deep into it. And before you know it, you're going to build a business to serve one person. Doesn't mean that you can't serve everybody. It just means that that your decisions are being made from serving that person. Yeah, exactly. And a couple other tips is like, you know, the more detail, the better that you have around this, uh, around this avatar, right? And that's why it's so good to have somebody in mind. So it's also, can also be helpful to look at your past past guests. Who who have you hosted in the past? Like who did you enjoy hosting? And, and see if there's somebody in in that group of people that have already stayed with you that re- kind of represents that avatar that you want to build. That, that's a really good uh, tip, man, is like going back and looking at like who is really enjoying your properties now, right? Who did you enjoy serving? Who who really connected with your with the identity or your property and how you communicate all of that? And like, that's who we start serving doesn't mean that we're going to shut off and say no to everybody else. But it's like when we start developing Free Wild, we're developing the brand now, right? The, the image and all that stuff, the messaging, all of that. We're targeting a certain type of person because we know exactly what they're looking for. And that's who we want to serve. But it doesn't mean that it's closed off to everybody, right? But now that person that we're looking for comes and seeks us. And that's how we stand out from the crowd of these millions of hosts that are starting to flood the Airbnb platform. So yeah, hopefully that's a really good start. Second biggest start, jump into Legends X and we'll help you dial it in, right? That's right. That's right. Awesome. Well, uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up. But uh, if uh, if you're listening to this, if you want to if you want to watch the the training that we did last week, go to serlegends.com/replay, and we're taking that down next week. So the way too long. And then also, if you want to apply for Legends X, go for str. Go to strlegends.com/x. You can find more information, lots of information on the site, and that's it. 
that's it. We'll that's be back it. next week. That's it, man. I'm excited. All right, y'all. All right. Y'all. We'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see you soon. And I'll be talking to the ones that do apply. I'll be on the phone with you guys in uh, the next few days. That's right. Philip Eric's currently there. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back on, uh, on Monday. Eric, I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to learn more about air hosting on Airbnb and building a short-term rental business, then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpad.com. And if you're just starting out on Airbnb, make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash get started. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening for a chance to win lifetime access to the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy, which is our starter course for anybody who wants to start hosting on Airbnb. So every month we select one reviewer at random and give that person access to the course. So thank you for listening. Check back every Monday for a new episode of The Host Show and every Friday for an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast. Thank you and see you soon. Yeah.